0: Hey, uh, I recorded this song for Witty um, after scorching him in week five. Hope you guys like it.
1: Hey there, Levion what's it like in Magic City? I'm four wins behind, so my team is pretty shitty. Yes, it's true. I might have to trade you for Alfred Blue. I swear it's true Hey there, Levion I can't wait for week seven By then my him be one at six And on its way to heaven Oh God, please Let me go back to AZ And just draft Zeke Oh, what you did to me Oh, this must be a dream Oh, what you did to me? Oh, I must trade Tyreek. Must trade Tyreek. Hey there, Levion, I'm constantly getting flamed. The only thing that came from this was a decent fantasy name. No, on Bell. I'm in a constant state of hell. A fantasy hell. Hey there Le'Veon, James Connor is at ease He just scored two touchdowns while you were on jet skis Please come back I'm about to have a heart attack A heart attack Oh, what did I do? Oh, goddess of voodoo Oh, woe is me, oh, my best RB is McCaffrey. Three more weeks is not that far, but Steelers are still talking trades, and I'll be on my way to one and eight. Our league would all make fun of us, and we'd just cry along because we know that none of them ever felt this way on I can promise you that by the time that I get through, my team will never ever be the same, and you're to blame. Hey there, Marlin, give me Julio and Marie, please. Press except before a veto comes in, I'm a scurry, I'm a snake. <laughs> Come on, Evan, it's fair, it's Cameron Braid. This is my fantasy fate This is my fantasy fate Oh, what you do to me? Oh, Belle, I beg you please Oh, what you do to me? Oh, I'm forever the mean to heen Forever the mean to heen Oh, Belle Oh, Belle Oh, Belle Guys, do you hear that? Do you guys hear that? Woo! I'm back, baby! <laughs> Rizzy the snake, come back with a win. Nothing can keep me down. Yeah, I may have lost last week, but I'm back. My energy's rolling. I'm got
0: it going. You've heard my song. This voodoo king is back. Hope you guys liked the intro. It was a little creativity I had after I just bent Witty over. Gave him the D, and, uh, you know, led him on his way to, uh, what is it now, it's 1-4, uh, and one quattro, Uno quattro himself, man, welcome everybody, this is The Clash, I'm your host, Drizzy the Snake,
2: the chosen one,
0: the chosen one, we got Wayne Lampert, 0% APR, and we have him back again, Sean Jarvis, the old man, Grouch himself, welcome back, Sean. Thank Welcome you. Back. Sorry for being absent the last couple of weeks. I just purely forgot to actually log on. So <laughs> I guess that could be my millennial moment. In two weeks. <laughs> Forgetting you to know. actually show up. Your drinking will do that to you at, uh, at the age yes, of well. What is it, 31, 33? Jesus Christ. 33. Getting up there. Climbing. On my road. in
2: with his turn dial. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. Tried to tried to call in on my Nokia, but I was too busy playing Snake on that Sunday. Damn, classic. So, uh, yeah, I hope you guys liked the intro. I know it was a little long, but I figured since it was some a creative spark, um, the leak deal with it. I'm sure a lot of people will be laughing. Woody's probably crying. been an out for that is, on uh, iTunes. Yeah, that's gonna be a big hit. Drake, uh, Drake wants to collab now. I mean, people are calling. I, I, I didn't expect it, but hey, that's just part of it when you're that good. So, if Um, if I actually went to the gym, I would listen to that while I worked out. Great song. It's, it's a banger for sure. It's, uh, you just, you got to, you know, listen to it once, hear the (laughs) lyrics, and you'll you'll never want to. It's gonna be on repeat. I want to talk about my, my win, and I know Corey's probably going, well, Drake's always wants to talk about his team." Well, yeah, because it's my fucking podcast. Of course, I'm gonna talk about my team. Um, but, uh, you know, when I was beating Witty, I actually left football. I actually, I was already beating him by noon. I I just decided to leave. I kind of felt, it just didn't feel like a true win. And it felt like, um, you know, I was just picking on a retarded kid. And, uh, then I thought back to high school and there was this, there was this kid that was in the special ed class and he wasn't retarded. He didn't have any sort of, you know, learning disability. He was just a piece of shit. And so then I thought back to that kid and then realized that don't look at Woody as retarded. Just look at him as a piece of shit. And then you get all of that, that just excitement back once you beat him again, even if his team has gone off. So, um, I enjoyed that win just like any other win. And uh, I'm happy to say that it's put me back on top and fuck all of you guys. Cause I'm taking it. This is my trophy two years in a row. I got to say, I think Anna was rather pleased because uh, I got reports that you were shooting blanks there for a while. <laughs> after, uh, after your loss to Evan, you just couldn't uh, – had a lot of things non-functional with your uh, with your body after had that. A, had a lot was just last week? Yeah, I uh, had a lot in my mind, okay? <laughs> a lot in my mind. It was uh, it was a stressful week. Trace okay. back in his zone. Back yeah. in it, baby. Evan has that effect on you. Don't worry about it. He is a sweet young man. So uh, this week is be a short week um, because that song took forever. Um, So Wayne, why don't you lead us into the first topic for waiver bids this week?
2: Waiver bids, yeah. Um, Some hot commodities on the waiver wire this week. I think the obvious targets are uh, the pair of Eagles running backs, maybe three of them if you're really trying to stretch for that third. But obviously that uh Ajayi injury uh put smallwood and uh corey clement in uh in grasp for some people in need um not to mention yours truly has a number one waiver pick this week so you guys will just have to see what I pick but also some other good people on there you chargers got chargers li- defense you got li- <laughs> don't don't put in a bid for the chargers defense um especially not the first waiver bid not no i may i may just do that for shits and giggles though who knows um but you've got legatron on there who's probably going to be targeted um some of the people looking for a quarterback might be entertaining a pick for Jameis winston but um nonetheless (laughs) there's some options on the waiver wire anyone you guys are thinking is a good pickup this week others outside of the or why don't we ask this who do you guys uh Prefer out of the Eagles' running back pair, Clement or Smallwood. It sounds like you're trying to get some uh, some advice, Wayne. I've already made my decision. I just want to know what you guys think. To be honest, I just I would avoid that situation
0: altogether. I think it's going to be a committee. It's going to be whoever can perform that day. I think you should wait and see uh, what's going to happen with their running back situation. Because um, is it really worth wasting a first pick on a person that potentially is only going to be there for one week, two weeks at
2: most? it's a good question this but, is coming
0: from the logical pick of, of dre not the one that picked the chargers defense <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, we'll Sean? take that with a great assault. salt so this is
0: this is the uh the half intelligent not the fucking moron giving that advice that's good i like it yeah appreciate <laughs> it i i would agree with dre i think uh i that whole situation could be a dumpster fire to be honest and and uh, it sounds like they're trying to make a move at running back anyway. So, um, you know, who, those two guys uh, are not going to really carry <laughs> you to the promised land in terms of another Super Bowl. So I could see them making a move and trying to pick somebody up or make a big uh, big trade. So well, it whatever. could be all for naught. Uh, but you never know. One of them could uh, emerge and uh, start putting mm-hmm. up some points. So their offense is going to get opportunities. So, um it's one of those things. It could be a, a hit and miss, swinging for the fences.
2: True, true. Some Since- high risk, high reward there. Um, given my ring back situation, I don't mind saying that I do plan on picking up one of these guys. I don't bank my entire season on it, but you know, whether it's for the next week or two or longer, I, I'm taking a gamble on one of these two guys. Um Stay tuned tomorrow, and I guess you guys can see her unless you're staying up past midnight. But um, if you guys had to pick one, again, this is not for me, but for our listeners, who are you going with? And we'll move on.
0: I think Smallwood. I think he actually – he's been getting some carries, and Clement was injured. So um, I think I'd probably lean towards Smallwood in the end. I would say Smallwood will well, just because I mean he's been productive against uh, Minnesota, Tennessee, both tough defenses. Maybe not the the in terms. Of, I mean, fifty four yards against Tennessee. Obviously, nothing crazy. But if you had a touchdown in there, that's an eleven point game. So um, I think Smallwood he's proved he can you know hold the job. Uh, but even then, I think it's still just a dumpster fire.
2: True that. Yeah, that's a messy backfield situation but in the meantime I'm locking in the small wood pick why don't we uh, move on to the next segment with Sean uh, we have a I told you so segment this week Sean why don't you lead us into that well let me uh, first uh, get back We uh, skipped over the recap real quick oh yeah
0: let me get back to the uh, the recap here because I feel like that's important uh, we got Evan um, in a battle with uh the Mar Savages. Um, he could have rested about three players on his team and still come out with the W, <laughs> a uh, ninety to sixty nine score line. Uh, Dre, as he mentioned, put the beat down on uh, Witty. Um, apparently, the uh, the league's favorite punching bag. I just asked Dre earlier why everybody likes to pick on Witty. I, I really wasn't sure, and he just said because we can. So that worked. <laughs> It's, uh, like a, it's like a family feud that no one knows why. It stems yeah. back to something from everybody's, years ago, Everybody's right? just angry, but nobody knows why. Yeah. You know? So uh, And then uh, Steven and Kyle in a battle. Um, you know, there were some questionable decisions made in this, uh, this pick here. Um, you know, you had uh, Drake sitting on the bench. And, uh, uh, you know, Bilal pal. Uh never, uh, never a good uh, a good roster. Good, you don't feel good about putting Bilal Pal in any starting lineup, that's for sure. But uh, the fact that he also had 99 yards and one fumble, it's got to sting a little bit. Um, one more yard or uh, one not fumble, and you win that. So a little bit, uh, a little bit brutal, but it is what it is. Um, we've also got uh, Chico who put up a great score, and he's actually scored the most points in the league, I believe, old uh, Shiko, and uh, by one point, a tenth of a point over Dre, and the poor bastard is uh, two and three. That's uh, tough luck. And losing his running back. Yeah, he's got the most points scored against him, so sometimes it doesn't matter how good your team is if uh, if you get rough matchups. So, uh, you know, poor guy finally actually – uh paying attention to the league and put it put a good team together, but keeps getting raped on uh matchup. So and then uh old Wayne went down to uh to Corey here. Um we'll we'll get more uh into that uh into that matchup and those teams a little bit later. Um and then finally Il Duce rises on uh on Monday night after Johnny was talking a little bit of shit and said he was still gonna put the beat on me. But uh Came out Ingram snipered a couple TDs and uh, Old uh, halfwit Jordan Reed didn't uh, Didn't see Will Smith this week. He uh, stayed in the game caught one pass and uh, was enough to get over the top so Overall a good week of uh, close matchups for the most part. I, I want to talk about uh, Kyle's team. I think Kyle has had the worst luck when it comes to picking You know between one or another player. I mean he had the Tom Brady, Jared Goff debacle, I think, two weeks ago. And then now he has the the Kenyon Drake and, and Powell uh, mix up. So hopefully he can straighten out his his lineup and start to have faith in certain players just to to ride them out through the season. I think sometimes that can be a, difficult, especially when you have like the two quarterback um, mm-hmm. system, when you have two great quarterbacks, because you just never know when one's going to pop off. And that could be a, a difference between a win or a loss. Uh, yeah. This week was a running back, but I mean, I, 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 I feel for him yeah, he also uh, had zero points from Robbie Gould. Um, fun fact for his team. Um, probably may want to look for another kicker. Um, I'm not thinking old CJ over there is going to be producing a lot of points and uh, touches in the red zone so <laughs> might be time to dump that old man gold and uh, go find somebody else, maybe uh, change maybe free base kicker huh? old crab legs himself. oh excuse me, that's a kicker.
2: Only uh, if you could have bought an extra point last game. Geez. I know.
0: Wayne, Wayne, where are you? What? Where are you right now? Are you in a Walmart?
2: Uh, I'm outside of Starbucks while my wife is upset shopping inside.
0: See everyone. I want you guys to be, uh, to see the dedication right now. Wayne is outside of a Starbucks, uh, recording this podcast. So bravo to Wayne this week. Uh, everyone, uh, Definitely throw up those, those claps for Wayne in the podcast because uh, he definitely deserves that credit. It, where is that Starbucks at, Wayne? Because it does sound like there are children getting murdered in the background. A
2: little bit- uh, that would be down to the uh, large amount of Middle Eastern kids running around here for some reason. But um, <laughs> Call it what you will. I don't know if they're practicing some type of terrorist tactics or not. That's not a racist <laughs> comment,
0: but You know, as long as they don't run up to you with their jacket opening saying Allah Akbar you're probably okay (laughs) but uh, you better play it on the safe side and
2: just walk to the other side of the street (laughs) I swear one guy just said uh, Amir Abdullah but I could be wrong (laughs) he was
0: probably talking about Amir Abdullah uh, (laughs) trying to key in on the podcast so uh, if he does come back uh, feel free to put him on we'd love to hear his
2: thoughts on uh a mirror. Yeah, I'll see if I can get an interview at some point, but anyways, glad to be here this evening, guys. Yes.
0: So Sean, why don't you lead us into that the uh I told you so segment for the week?
2: Yes, I told you so. I'd
0: like to start off with Mr. Evan Fassler. I told you, boy. Old Ingram came back to eat. Kamara's been on fire, throwing to him, running the ball like crazy, and he's broken some big plays, but uh, Kamara definitely uh you know, they need to save that guy for the, uh, for the playoffs and later in the season. So I uh, had a feeling they were going to rest him up and old Ingram was going to eat. Evan uh, tried to tell me that I was crazy, and then he proceeded to tell me, oh, well, it actually works out for Kamara. Well, ask Evan uh, how well it, uh, it worked out for Kamara when uh, Ingram was snipering TVs within the, in, within the <laughs> five-yard line. So sure, uh, he, he wasn't very happy about that, feeling like that was helpful to his team. Sean, is this going to be a, just a one-time thing before their bye week, uh, or are we going to see a lot more poaching by Ingram on the goal line throughout uh, the Ingram, rest of the season? Ingram, I think you could expect to get a lot of carries within the 10 um, just because he's a bigger, stronger running back, and that's traditionally the way that they have run him. Um, you know, Kamara is all about getting him out into space and running, and, and, you know, they'll certainly look to throw to him and do some kind of uh, – you know, not not trickery, but kind of some outside runs with him near the goal line. But if you're talking between the tackles, trying to get that tough, you know, two, three yards, um, he's going to be, uh, you know, not he's not going to be the one. It's going to be Ingram. So, or is it going to be Hill, the backup quarterback? <laughs> Hill was looking nice, man. That awesome. guy was uh, flying around. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I think eventually you're going to kind of key in on the fact that um that guy can't uh throw the ball and he's probably just in there to run. So I would expect Ingram to get a lot of those type carries. I, I think I think uh Kamara will still get good production, but I think in, you know Ingram's gonna sniper a lot of TDs and, and take some of those touches
2: away for sure. So Sean, would you be willing to bet that through the end of season Ingram tugs more TDs than Kamara?
0: Ooh, well, it is starting now starting yeah I'm now. saying
2: from to, now from now to season end. I'd have to look at it. I
0: think it, I think it could be fairly close. I think uh, I think Ingram's going to get some uh, some looks, so you know, but if Kamara can keep breaking him from 50 yards, I mean who knows, but that doesn't always last all season, so I, I smell another five dollar bet right
2: well, yeah, I'd, I'd, really I'd say based on last week that's a good bet to take. Yeah, we could certain I could certainly discuss that with Mr. Fassler. He was well, so yeah. he's he's up for taking bets lately. Apparently, yeah, of, uh, him, Evan, Evan,
0: shoot, shoot me that five dollar bet through Venmo, please. <laughs> is there anyone else that you owe money. So Maya, Maya told you so for the week. Um, once again, witty. Um, waiting till till week seven. We don't even know if your week seven is going to be his return date. He could be coming back week seven and riding the pine the rest of the season, but week seven and not start till week nine. I think as long as James is doing well, um, yeah, Bell might be a better talent, but if James is doing what he's supposed to be doing and producing, we might not see Bell until a minimum of week 10 unless he gets traded. Um, and so, yeah, I think uh, I told you so, Witty. You can't hold on to Bell for so long because it's going to be too late before you can salvage your season. We haven't exhausted that topic.
2: <laughs> so <Yeah>. uh, <clears throat> my, my, or my, I told you so for this week, I'm, I'm, I'm just loving my, my boy, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the guy is just delivering week in week out. I mean, the guy is a prodigy. I, I don't know what else to say about him, but I know going into this last week against the Jaguars, no doubt a top-notch, de- top-notch defense. There's a lot of doubters, a lot of people saying he was going to choke. The one thing that did happen is he did throw his first pick, but the man still brought home the victory, threw for over 300 yards. I would say it was still a solid game, uh, and he got, got the Chiefs' their fifth win. So I'm just going to say I told you so. Don't sleep on my boy, Pat Mahomes. So this was a topic
0: that came up during the season, it's, uh, during the group chat. It's Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. Um, mm. Who I, – I think Mahomes is just a better talent. Um, what do you think? Uh, we don't win that year, Mahomes. I think
2: Evan and maybe Whitty were both Watson. I'll speak honestly on this. Go Unbiasedly. for it. Unbiasedly. Well, I, I agree. I think, uh, you know, as Evan and I have discussed this with our bet, on, on this uh, whole question. I, I would agree that, you know, Watson is probably the superior talent uh, when it comes to ability and overall athleticism. But um, I think one thing that, you know, Mahomes has an is the fact that that system is just, he fits so well into that system. And the play calling by Andy Reid just seems to be on point for this guy to excel week in and week out. And I can't say that the offense in Houston is as fluid. Um I think, you know, uh Watson has to rely on a lot of big plays, a lot of big passes. And he keeps them coming, you know, you can't deny it. But when you're talking about what's sustainable, I just don't see what's going on with Watson and Houston as sustainable as what uh, you know, Mahomes is doing in KC. And really, I I wouldn't be surprised if we see Watson, you know, come down with another uh, season-ending injury. Uh, so that's my deal. Sean, quick words?
0: Um, you know, we'll see. I think Mahomes just coming in the league. Not a lot of people know his tendencies. They don't know what he's not good at. And I think once they find that out, it, they're going to make it a lot tougher on him. Definitely a gunslinger and throws balls that uh, sometimes he shouldn't and he's getting away with it. But – you know, I think eventually he'll be very similar to like a Brett Favre where he'll throw a lot of touchdowns, but he'll also throw a lot of picks. Whereas I think Watson, they have a good system there. And, and I think, you know, he's got good receivers and they'll keep making the, the, the big plays. Yeah. Um, so I, I think Watson probably ends up being the uh, the better pick. That and the fact that I just can't get over um, Mahomes looks like the poor man, Steph Curry, and sounds like <laughs> the frog. Um Definitely got to give the edge to Deshaun Watson for uh, uh, in that uh, category as uh, being a better uh, looking and sounding human being. So I give uh, I give Deshaun Watson the uh, the edge there. We'll see. We'll see end of season how it ends out. And Sean, why don't you go ahead and take us into week five's? uh, Actually, it's week week six. Week Week six bullet bullet prediction. Week six bold prediction. My week six bold prediction. Is, uh, is that Evan gets a beat down from Witty and Witty gets a little bit of revenge on uh, one of the other guys that's been talking a lot of shit so he doesn't have uh, his boy to save him this week old Alvin Kamara starting a guy named Cootie um, that's never <laughs> so uh, um, you yeah, know I just, I just got some chills I just I think Voodoo just oo just there was, a, there was a breeze in my, my room. the hair stood on the back of my neck, i'm going to be quiet because I, uh, maybe Voodoo is going to be the, the the chooser for this week's match between Evan and Whitty. yeah yeah i'm thinking uh, I'm thinking Whitty, uh, he makes it to two and four, and Evan goes to three and three and just vows that he won't lose another game because of Mara um, but uh, the damage will be done, no doubt um yeah, I also would like to, you know. I mean, if Evan has to start a guy named Valdez Scantling, which I have no idea who the fuck that guy is, um, you know, that's not good. So, yeah, I'm definitely going with the uh, with uh, Witty on this one. I'm assuming Evan's going to be up at 1201 replacing those two pickups. Those, those are just for the week for the injuries. Either, so I'm gonna God, guess. I hope so. Yeah. What about you, Wayne?
2: Valdez Scantling sounds like the name of an immigration law firm.
0: <laughs> yeah, But anyways. It, it, it started out as a um, a coffee importer. <laughs> <Coffee-in. laughs> but went into immigration law when their uh, entire uh, workforce was
2: deported back. <laughs> <laughs> when they got held up at the border. Exactly. Separated from their kids. Yeah. Anyways. Um so my bold prediction, it's a scary one. I'm I'm a little scared to say this just honestly because of the fact that I hope this doesn't happen to me, but my bold prediction this week is that we see another uh season oh, no. injury. No, no, what are you doing happen this week what? and it's gonna screw leave. someone's roster <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, I, I was sensing that voodoo movement as well, Dre. And I think Ooh. it's due to this uh, next season injury, season-ending injury that we're going to see this week. So that's God. my bold prediction. Hopefully it's not Derek Henry. Otherwise, your brother's uh, second
0: pick. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. How is, he going, how is he going to uh, function without his uh, his number one running back that hasn't scored more than <laughs> points
2: in a game yet? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh yeah! Well, I don't know how he's gonna survive without him, but we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah.
0: And then to to finalize the week five bullet or we gosh week six bullet predictions, Mike Fassler will follow his week five success and steal a win from Corey Kindle, bless him, because he's gonna need it. Because man, that uh, that team. What's your thoughts on Corey's team? I mean, looking at the somebody, points. Somebody please explain to me how this guy is 4-1. and one. I mean, <laughs> I'm looking at this roster, and uh, I don't see a lot of great players on there. i got to be honest here. Um, the uh, fun fact about his team um, is that uh, he has the least amount of points, I believe, scored against him. Is that correct? That's accurate four hundred and eighty one almost a hundred less um, uh, wow. than uh the other two teams above him um oh excuse me uh about forty and then uh but yeah he's uh he, he's definitely gotten some luck on his side and that typically tends you know that tends to happen but uh but yeah definitely some luck right in there with uh you know sub hundred uh scoring outputs so you know, we'll He's got see the, the Alfred team. Blue and Mike Davis in the RB two spot potentially. Oh man! Yeah, Alfred Blue on the roster. Chester yeah, that Rogers can't be sustainable. Chester Rogers sounds like a child molester on Mister Rogers' <laughs> neighborhood. Um, not good to have that in your starting lineup for sure. Alex, I can't throw farther than fifteen yards. Smith um, wouldn't expect any explosive plays out of him. Um, probably get more explosives from the children running around Wayne. Uh, <laughs> than from Alex Smith, but Hey, Godwin is in the, the starting lineup. Uh, so we are going to see Godwin Hogan is on the bench. Um, crazy to see that, but, uh, so we'll see what Godwin can do for Corey. Will this, will that trade work yeah. out for him?
2: Don't want to play Hogan against, uh, Casey this week. Yeah.
0: I don't know. It's going to be I think We're going to see a Gordon. Gordon touchdown again. It's hoping going to be nowhere to be seen. Brandon Cook's back in the starting lineup after they had to uh, duct tape his head uh, back on his body uh, <laughs> after getting decapitated. I'm sure he's in for a great week against Denver on the road.
2: What a recovery. Yeah. <laughs> this guy literally went from the graveyard and back. He did. Um, we'll
0: see. I'm not. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be predicting him to uh, keep on this role. Let's just put that
2: that way. I think
0: this week is going to be where we're going to start to see teams separating. We're not going to see this large pack of people with the same record. This is when the the league is going to start separating the the playoff potential contenders from those that are just going to uh, enjoy watching it from afar. So week six could be a big week, potentially Voodoo taking a big player name off the Um, uh, off the RB, most likely an RB since we've seen so many RBs go down. Uh, But yeah, definitely week six is going to be a scary one. So I think uh, it sounds like Jarvis's glass has has gone dry. My beer has gone dry. Uh, Michelle's about to drive
2: away. Um, I can hear her yelling at me. I'm going to have to buy her a fridge or something when I go in there.
0: (laughs) You're in trouble. That's for sure. I don't know much, but I know that.
2: Yep, Sean knows. Um, Well, thanks for
0: joining us, guys. Thanks, Wayne, for checking in from uh, Starbucks. And uh, that is week six of your fantasy football podcast, The Clash. I'm Drizzy the Snake.
2: This is Wayne. Good luck this week, West Coast
0: Clash. And this is uh, Mr. Jarvis signing out. Good luck to all, and hopefully your player is not the one that goes down with an ACL-MCL tear. Voodoo. That really just gives me the chills. All right, everyone. Catch you later. Later. Hey, fuck you, witty, you stupid fuck.
1: Fuck you and your stupid fucking team. You'll always be the league fucking target because you fucking suck at fantasy football, you stupid bitch. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you and everything about you, your team, like, you know, Bell, your stupid fucking giant eyelashes and you, your stupid fucking Puerto Rican... Accent, you fucking stupid Chris. Wait, who the fuck names are kid witty? That's stupid fucking... And then, oh, Bolivar. What the fuck does that mean? Stupid fucking name, witty. Yeah, go fuck yourself, you stupid fuck. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you.